Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another off-season preview, off-season review slash upcoming season preview. Today's team of choice is the Denver Nuggets. Um, for those listening on Spotify or Apple, there is a corresponding video aspect that goes along with all of our NBA previews. So if you'd like to check it out on YouTube, uh, so you can switch over now, youtube.com slash hustle and hoops. If you're going there, welcome. Welcome to the to the preview of uh, the Denver Nuggets. This is a team that's near and dear to my heart. That's because of one man, Mr. MV- Mr. MVP, Mr. Two-time MVP, Nikola Jokic. He has been my favorite player long before it was cool. I, I started the bandwagon, okay? Like, no one else liked him before me. Like, literally no one. I, I'm pretty convinced. Um, it was about, it was probably, we were juniors in high school. It was like it's four years ago at this point. I recognized his game. I, 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 I can't, like, call you, you three out. I don't know what the conversations were like when I said, like, yeah, this dude's my favorite player because, like, he was still like flying under the radar. The Nuggets hadn't made the playoffs yet with him, um, but he was doing things that other players weren't. He's a center who could do it all, except the defense was a little lackluster at the time, but his offensive skills, he was the best ball handling big. He was the best passing big. He could shoot the three ball. He pulled shit out of his bag that no other center was pulling out at the time. In an era where the center was said to be dying, he was bringing it back. Um Fast forward four years, he's got two MVPs to show for it, uh, three series NBA playoff series wins, and uh, looking to add more trophies to his collection. Um, he is still one of the most disrespected players in the NBA, even after winning two MVPs. He probably won't win a third just because of voter fatigue, but that's not to say he won't, won't have an NBA MVP caliber season this upcoming season. But big honey, Joker, MVP. He's the centerpiece. There's a lot more pieces around him. And uh, before we get started on those other pieces around him, which are going to be great, welcome to my co-host, my co-host, my, my fantastic co-host, uh, Dove, as, as always, doing up, well. Y'all? Yeah, yep. we're good. We're good. Jack. Hello, hello. This is the first time I've heard Big Honey. Big Honey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell the origin story of the Big Honey nickname in a second, but JD. What's going on? Great intro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So, number one, obviously, the centerpiece, the MVP, Nikola Jokic, the Joker, Mr. MVP, Mr. Two-Time MVP, or Big Honey, a nickname given to him by, I believe, Richard Jefferson, if I'm I'm not mistaken, when he was briefly on the Nuggets. What does that Um, sound joker does not like it he does not like it he is not a fan of that nickname (laughs) for obvious reasons i think some people around the league call him that mainly former teammates but there's a reason it didn't stick because joker didn't want it to stick and what joker says goes okay but i i don't think we really have to talk about the joker too much i think we're really here to talk about pieces two and three of that supporting cast and we'll start with number two on the list jamal murray and the question right off the rip is how long will it take for Jamal Murray to be back to to where he was skill wise when he got when he got hurt that fateful night in the Chase Center uh, over over a year and a half ago? So, JD, start with you. I, I know you like Jamal Murray. You watched him back in Kentucky. You've seen him blossom. So, how quickly will he return to that form that we've seen? 
I mean, no, I don't think anybody can tell an exact time. Uh, that's why I'm asking you. But you got to you got to speculate here. Yeah, I think to speculate, I would say you have to play it safe. He's been out for so long now, so you would. I would say keep him out until he's absolutely 100% and you know he's going to be productive when you put him in there. And then when he gets out there, obviously for the first couple of games, you have him on a minutes restriction. Yeah. And you're making sure that um, he's good and he's not in a, he's not putting himself in positions to re-injure it or anything like that. Like he's been out for so long now and he's such a core piece. You want him to uh, – really rehab it correctly at the ending and just make sure that he's good. So I would say if I'm the Nuggets, I'm not rushing anything right now. Like that's fair. If, if he's there to start the season, that's great. But if he's not, then that sucks. And yeah. you're probably gonna have to start ish or a bones. But yeah, so, you can't you can't rush yeah. time. You can't rush greatness. Uh do either of you yeah. disagree with that statement that maybe they should be putting him in maybe as a, a Maybe they want a higher seed in the regular season, or you just wait, keep him on like 20 minutes a game, even like to start, like hold him, play, only play every other game. Like, what, what do you guys think, uh, Jack? I mean, how long has he been out now? He got injured in April of last season, not or like two seasons ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends how he feels, but like, but yeah, I like the minutes restriction thing. And, like, I don't know. I don't know how he feels, so I can't really speculate on that. I mean, you think know. he's you think he's going to, like, do you think he's capable? Like, we've seen people come back from injuries. Do you think he's – do you think a healthy Jamal Murray, like, they're not going to miss a beat? Like, we saw Joker and Murray were becoming one of the most dynamic duos. Do you think, like – it's right away back to that or you think it's going to take time even when Jamal Murray's back on the floor for them to really like have that synergy again? I mean, it all depends on how healthy he is and I don't know how healthy he is. I mean, hypothetically, I really, he is healthy. Like Hypothetically, he's healthy. Then like, is that top, right away or like, is like, that not right away? Like even, yeah, that's, that's what I'm asking. Like, yeah, I don't think it's right away. Give him minutes restriction, work him back into it. And once he gets back there, this team is going to be right back where they were, like a Sky's the limit. contender, a real contender. Yeah. All right, Dove, thoughts on Jamal Murray? We've, we've seen him struggle to come back from this injury, but he, he, he wants to come back 100%. Um, do we see 100%? Like, I think that's a good question. I what mean, does 100% I think look like? That's, that's kind of where my mind was going, you know, you, you think of where Jamal Murray was most impactful for the Nuggets, and that was in the playoffs. That was in those seven-game series where he could just go nuts in a matchup and just absolutely dominate. And, you know, he's not necessarily in the past been the guy to do it like game after game, series after series per se, but – I'm curious if the stuff we saw in that jazz series where it's, you know, a 30, 40, 50, 50, whatever pieces every single night, is he physically capable of doing that? You know, you put in 40 minutes a game one night. Can you come back two nights later and do that same thing? 
not necessarily drop 52 nights in a row, but like, can you give the same offensive effort, not necessarily production, but effort each night in and out, you know, after let's say like a 40, 35 game season for you. Cause I'm not expecting, we're not expecting him People to come expecting back. 50 to 60 games. Out of That's fair. That's I fair. think there's a very good chance he's in the day one starting lineup. Um, having said that he might only be playing like, 18 to 22 minutes in that game. I mean, realistically, all I can say about his return is I'm just super excited for that Twitter notification that that uh, lets us know that he's been assigned to the Grand Rapids gold. That'll be that'll be a, a fun day, a fun day for Nuggets fans and just NBA fans in general. I mean, he's a he's a bucket getter. Should we yeah. uh, drive up to Grand Rapids and go watch a game? <laughs> you you'd be you wouldn't one, you know. We can have Maybe our first like hustle practice or two. meet up with all of our fans. <laughs> all of our fans. And go all the way to Grand Rapids to do it. Meet us there, fans. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's move on to the next the next the number three max contract on the Denver Nuggets. Someone who played, I believe it was nine games last year, um, back surgery for the second time in his professional career. Everyone knows him. Some people love him. Michael Porter Jr. Can Michael Porter Jr. We we know he's not going to be able to stay healthy. We know he's never going to play an 82-game season in his entire career. Like, that's just not going to happen. Um, but when he is on the court, what's his max potential? Like, can he be a third superstar? Like, a third star, even, like, on this team, Jack? What do you think, like, Michael Porter Jr.'s like max potential is next to Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic because we barely even got to see it in his career. Like there hasn't been a lot of playing time between all three of them. Yeah, no, I always, I've been thinking it that he should not have got the, not have gotten the max, but he got it. Uh, when he plays, he's a stud, but it's another one of those things. That it's like, if he's healthy, they're going to be good. If he's not healthy, then they're still going to be good, but you know, not you're missing you know they're always going to be missing yeah. something they're always going to be missing something so it's it's just uh, you can never you can never tell with someone like this who's injured all of the time it's like a zion like if he plays he's going to be good we've seen it he's very good talent but got to stay healthy uh i got a question for duville uh, we'll, we'll throw a little hockey reference in there we, we know nikita kucherov has, has stayed on the long-term injured reserve for the for the Lightning before. Um, but he seems to be pretty healthy because then he comes back for the playoffs and he's all ready. So for people who don't know, for hockey fan, for non-hockey fans, the NHL is a loophole where you can put players on the long-term injured reserve and they don't count against your cap space. So you can throw guys with a $15 million cap hit on the long-term injured reserve and then sign guys worth 15 million dollars or trade for guys worth 15 million dollars and then when the playoffs come there's no salary cap so you can just activate them would you take that approach with uh michael porter jr do would you like just kind of play him 20 games 10 games throughout the regular season just to know he's there uh in the in the playoffs and healthy or would you rather him get the reps if he gets injured he gets injured just play him like you would normally play him in the regular season uh, I think that's a tough question. I think he should always be on a minutes restriction, even yeah. if he's healthy. 
and that's just to stay smart. And I also want to say, like, his, I think his max potential is the third option scorer on this team or a different uh, contending team. Uh, when he's healthy, he has one of the best shooting forms I've ever seen. It's so insanely uh, textbook and fundamental. And, um, yeah, man, it's just really – it sucks because he's always injured. And yeah. we've seen it since, uh, since college. And in high school, he was that five-star, like, next up. Next LeBron. So. Next LeBron. We've seen the there's been so many next LeBrons and Brock next Parker. next Steph Curry, Anthony but, Bennett. Dude, yeah. you bring up you bring up something interesting, yep. Michael Porter Jr. on another team. Uh what you know, we're you no, said he's not saying he's gonna be traded, but like I know, I know, but you said I just topic. said I just said he said something interesting because yeah. you said earlier, Shub, can he even stay healthy? I don't think so. You said he can't even you don't think it's in the realm of possibility for the nuggets organization like what they're thinking right now that he'll play a full season ever again in his career i don't think it's the same thing with like joel Embiid. i don't think joel Embiid. i don't he didn't play 82 games this year like i i don't think joel Embiid will ever play 82 games like in a season right. but michael porter jr isn't joel Embiid. so well, like he, they uh, have very like similar that. starts to their career injury wise injury i'm not i'm, I'm not, not saying I'm joel Embiid has should be in in the and no not injury wise did you did joel Embiid have two back surgeries he had two foot surgeries. Um, what? I'm not injuries a are injuries. I'm not a doctor. When they happen, they're both all the terrible. Time. You I'm can't play saying... basketball on either of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like obviously just... the back is 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 a... important for your walking, but so is the foot. Like it's one thing if like you break your wrist or break your thumb. Well, the back. Can't... The reason the back is bad is because it's important for everything. But you can't play bat like if you have a broken foot and you need repetitive surgeries on that broken foot, it doesn't bode well. <laughs> That's not the argument I was ha- I but was no, saying. You, you were saying, saying nothing alike. At, they are. I'm saying very at similar. this point right now, Michael Porter Jr. Like what he's putting out on the floor is not the same as Joel Embiid. That was so, basketball skill had nothing to do with this comparison. Basketball still had nothing to do but with that's the comparison. What, that's the comparison. That's what I was saying is just like, hold on real quick. What? Because he's not because he's Doug, not Doug, Doug. No, Doug. but I'm you're, it's you're to my question. It's going into my question. Yeah. OK, what's your question that I was trying to say? Because he's not. If you're the Denver Nuggets, are you keeping that? Like, are you going to continue dealing with the same thing year after year with Michael Porter? It Jr.? depends what you're getting in the games that he does play. Because when I say he yeah. won't play 82 games, that doesn't mean he's going to play like 10 every year. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Like, Joel Embiid doesn't play 10 every year, even, even, but he's still, he still rests on back to backs on occasion. He still has to deal with the load management a little bit. Like, it's not like he does Did as much. Not? And the, the more years that he's removed from those surgeries, like, you can't just assume the worst. Did like, you not just say that he was, that, Ask Duve if they should hold him for ten to twenty games, and then, you know, keep him for the playoffs. Same for the playoffs, basically. Yeah, I did ask that. That's why I asked that question. What was your question? How is it the same? If you have a guy who can't, st- if you if you're doing extremes like that, like only playing him 
like 25 games during the season because you're so concerned that you want to keep him for the playoffs. Like you don't want him to be injured during the playoffs that so you don't play him except for like what? Obviously. Well, I mean, that wouldn't be three a or thing. four times. A like, five. <laughs> look at Joel Embiid's like, like basketball reference and look at the amount of games he played from like his rookie year. Like he's, he missed his entire rookie year, just like Michael Porter Jr. did. And then he never really like, and then he missed another, like he didn't start playing 70 plus games until his fifth year in the league. And like five years down the line, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. might might be doing the same thing. They're both on max contracts. Like Michael Porter Jr. wouldn't have gotten that max contract at all if they didn't think he's capable of being a 20 point per game guy on like 50%, 40%, like 80%. Thank you. And that's what I wanted to ask is why the fuck are you saying that? Like, why are you even asking because this year, if, it's if he should term. play less games? It's long term. It's thinking long term. Like the Sixers were giving Joel Embiid that contract too. It's no, no, no. I'm saying, term. why are you te- why are you asking if he should play any less than than 60, 70 games? He, if, because if he's not going. He's, like, Joel Embiid is not injury prone, Doug, because he's injury prone. That's why you'd rather prone, have man. your max contract. I don't know what you're arguing here. Games There's no argument to be made here, If he has Doug. one more back surgery, he might be done forever. It's like Zion. It's playing it safe. He's never going to play 82 games. You got to pick and choose. Like, you're picking the wrong battle here. Like, you're like I know you're trying to be like a little. I don't like, think there's uh, a no. I'm just, here. I'm, just I'm, I'm, advocate, I'm like, curious why you were saying that. Like, I know that it is risk over you know current success, whatever. Like you haven't like, locked I get up for that. four more years. Like if he gets hurt this season because you overworked him. Like, not only do you not have him for the playoffs, you don't have him probably for the duration of the next season as well. Like, you, like, the, I, the reason I, I asked agree, about, but I'm saying, so like why do you want to keep a player? Why do you want to keep a player who can't play during the season? Because, so far, I mean, another team might not, so far, another team won't want that because you know what he can do at his peak. Also, if he's not injured, it just, you just might have to be more careful with him. Obviously, hindsight. They probably shouldn't have signed him to a max contract. However, at his peak, if he is playing 65 plus 70 games per season, that max contract is worth it if he's putting out the numbers you expect. So you still think he can do that? Yeah, I do. It just might not be right away. That's. And it just might not be for 65 games. That's a fact. Yeah. Like. Pick like up this conversation three years down the line. It, we're like, it, Kawhi it, it, Leonard it might not be a, a difficult. It yes. might be a different thing. Just on a much lesser level, it's like yeah. Kawhi. It's like there's Zion, a lot of injury like prone Joel, guys. Just on a lesser level, Joel was the extreme. Like Joel didn't yeah. play back to backs when he could have. He was just a bitch. <laughs> well, that that was the that was the org holding him out on was, purpose. He was and just, him being a bitch. He was just recovering from an injury. <laughs> a little right. bit of both maybe we know michael porter jr is the third option the guy who was, has been the second option for the past year and a half and he was not is, good at it is now turning into the fourth option that's aaron gordon they gave up gary harris rj hampton and a first to get him and then locked him up long term as well for a um, bag yeah they, they gave him like 100 mil over four years or five years something like that like it was a, it was a good contract 
as a fourth option at this point in the salary cap. Um, but I think Aaron Gordon, MPJ, Joker got like seven to nine games together. And like their four-man unit was the best four-man unit in the NBA for those nine games or whatever uh, before Jamal Murray got injured two years ago. Um, so my I'm very optimistic for him to return as a fourth option as the defensive specialist to pick up where Michael Porter Jr. can't on the defensive end, even guarding guards like we saw him guard Dame, um, Luca, like like he will be the primary defender on this team. Um, and then he can also just park his ass in the dunker spot and just get fed dunks all day from Joker. Um, so does anyone, anyone think Aaron Gordon gets worse by getting the less role? Like you think he's no, no longer chance. worth that $20 million? No, I think he, they always signed him to that contract to be a fourth option. And I think he will be better as the fourth option. I just hope that he knows he's the fourth option, yeah. which I think he does. I think he's got to. I mean, he he does. If you're on this team, you got to know, like, Joker's yeah, number one. When, Jamal's and, number and two. He'll find, he'll find you. Yeah, Joker will find you. Like, if you're open, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you will be rewarded. That's how the Nuggets have worked for the past three years. And when Jamal comes back, when Jamal comes back and he can carry the load like he used to and can just take ball handling responsibilities off of Joker, even with Monte Morris, who's one of the most underrated point guards in the league, like Joker was still the primary ball handler in the offense. Yeah. Like, obviously, he will still be handling the ball for the majority of the time on offense. But if when he can just take a possession off, be a decoy, this this like this floor spacing will be so much better because they can't throw double teams at Joker because then that'll leave either Michael Porter Jr. wide open in the corner, KCP wide open on the wing, or Aaron Gordon wide open for a dunk. And I didn't even mention Jamal Murray yet. So I'm so excited for the two man game between Jokic and Murray. The two man offense. The best part is when Jamal is the screener and Joker's the ball handler, yep. pick and roll. That's they just they do everything. Yeah, it's crazy. What's his face awesome. was talking about that the other day with uh with Paolo. Super random, but it just made me think of that. Uh, the GM, I don't remember his name. Why can't I think of his name? Who's GM? Orlando's. I don't know, but he was talking. He was talking about the same thing, and I think it's the same reason why uh, Mindy. Like, I think we're so excited is because it's stuff like that. It's taking advantage of the coverages that typical NBA teams throw out against the center. And just saying, I mean, fuck y'all. Like, the, the the Nuggets the Nuggets used to run pick and rolls with uh, Mason Plumley and Joker uh, back when they had Mason Plumley. They would run the two center lineup. It, it was that those are some fun lineups. Those are some fun lineups. But uh, we have still a lot to cover and not a lot of time for the Nuggets. So let's just move on to the next topic. I'm sad we hand. didn't get a picture of Afro Aaron Gordon when he had an yeah, Afro. Fucking insane. Um, so the Nuggets uh, own their own NBA draft pick for, for the first Free time promo. <laughs> in, in a couple of years. Um, they'd selected Christian Brown out of Kansas or whatever. And then they also traded for the number 30 overall pick um, from Oklahoma City for Jermichael Green. They drafted Peyton Watson. And then they traded Oof. for like the 46th overall pick um, from Portland for Ishmael Chemigate. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, Kamigate. Uh, he had a good. Uh, 
Kirsten Brown. Kirsten Brown had a very mediocre summer league. He shot the three ball, I think, the worst out of anyone in the entire summer league. He will not have a role to begin the season. I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up with a role at some point because of injuries. Um, Ishmael, I'm not going to say the last name because I'm going to say trying. it wrong. Um, he actually had a pretty promising uh, summer league. I actually liked a lot what I saw out of him. Um, I'm going to enjoy his G League. Um, and to talk about Peyton Watson, why don't we throw it over to JD? And I know he he's he's followed Peyton Watson for a little bit of his career, this brief UCLA stint. What what can Nuggets fans expect to see out of this guy? At, hey, his, man. Peak, at his peak. You guys, I'm assuming you guys saw his highlights from the summer league. <laughs> I know Shub did, but Doug and Mindy, I'm assuming. I don't you think I did. I'm it. not gonna lie. Oh well. He he was very efficient. He put up some nice games, and he was very shifty, and he's lengthy. That's what I noticed, like, the most. He was really just breaking down defenders and getting to the cup. Um, But, yeah, going off what Shub said, I think Braun and uh, Kamagate are going to be at, uh, in the G League. Uh, and then Peyton is going to be the one on the squad. Actually, I, so. I agree with you on that. I agree yeah. with you. I think I think Peyton Watson has the 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 most likely chance of like having making, to be thrown yeah. in there and like making an impact. Like his defensive, his lengthiness, like you said, his ability is he's not scared. Like even though he like he's he he doesn't lack confidence, and that's something I think Kamigate and Brown might might uh might lack a little bit that Peyton Watson has. Yeah, Braun's gonna have to get nurtured for sure. Christian Braun or is it Brown? It's Brown. It's Brown, but we say Braun. Yeah, cool. Look at how it's spelled. Christian Braun. That's what I was saying. I thought it was Braun. That's Brown. I I said this in a previous podcast, or maybe it was just on like a FaceTime. But I said he will never see the floor. Write it down. Ship it. Mark it. Send it. Guarantee. Charles Barkley. Hammer it home. Um, never was a fan at Kansas. You guys know that. Yeah, rock chalk. Miss me with that. All right, let's uh, let's keep going. Oh, George Carl. Oh, Mello. Shots out. Shots out the the ninety three point king. Ah, um, shots. So, so uh, the Nuggets had a back. very busy off season. We obviously talked about their uh, draft, and that included multiple trades. Um. But to, to just break down their uh, additions and losses from this year, the number one loss uh, that you have to talk about in order to talk about the rest of the moves is the loss of Tim Connolly. Um, they chose not to give him a pay raise. Um, he's been their president of basketball operations for like the past like seven years. He drafted um, gems like Joker and MPJ, um, but he also drafted busts like uh, Trey Lyles. And Emmanuel Moutier, but he's been, he's been the factor in their success. Uh, He walked to a division rival in Minnesota. um, And then Calvin Booth took over as the president of basketball ops. And he got busy. He got busy right away. And that started off number one with re-signing Joker to the super max, not on here, but Got to say it, Joker got the biggest contract in NBA history. So far, so good. Tip the cap, everybody. One for one. One for one on that move. Um, His draft rose some questions to people, but 
that's not really what we're here to talk about. Um, start start with the losses. Um, as people who are watching on YouTube can see on the list, uh, they lost their backup center, DeMarcus Cousins. They traded Jamichael Green, their backup power forward. They lost Faku, who has started a lot of games for them. They lost Bryn Forbes, who actually played in the playoffs. Austin Rivers, who was their primary defender off the bench. Um, and then they traded to longtime Nuggets, Monte Morris and Will Barton. They lost their two-way point guard, Marcus Howard, who actually played in the playoffs a couple seasons ago, and then obviously Tim Conley. So, um, Dove, who do you think is the biggest loss for out of those guys? Besides Tim Conley, player-wise. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, not Tim Conley. Said, you already said the right answer. Um, no, player-wise, who like because honestly, you could make the argument for any one of them, honestly, in, in one way or the other, that they are a big loss or not a big loss. So you could go either way. Who's someone they're either not gonna miss or someone they're going to miss? I think they're gonna miss Will Barton probably the most. Just in my opinion. Yeah, KCP I mean, though. Never mind. I think they're going to miss Monte Morris the most. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about I keep, I literally keep forgetting about that. I think I forget about that twice a week. Um, yeah, Monte Morris is probably going to be the biggest loss then. Uh, I mean, you're just – you're going to miss that competent uh, and level-headed guard play. I know that there are other guards that are confident and level-headed for the team, but, like, we're talking about an 82-game season consistently. And when Jokic isn't on the floor – Monte was a really, really great, you know, just effective point guard, very effective point guard. Um, That's going to be tough. Bryn Forbes was the other one I was thinking, but man, it was Bryn Forbes Forbes did not have a great stint with the Nuggets. We know he's capable of, of playing well. Like we saw it at Michigan state. We saw it with San Antonio playing big minutes for pop, uh, Jack, is, is Faku going to be missed the most out of these guys? Faku will be missed the most out of these guys. Yeah. There was yeah. a point in my life where Faku was my favorite player in the NBA. What uh, was that can't, point? He can't be anymore. Last He's no year. longer an NBA player. Okay. Um, oh, right, absolute right. wizard with the basketball. Makes some crazy passes. Some crazy. Look out for him on yeah. Team Argentina with FIBA in, uh, this yep. upcoming August. Unfortunately, I don't think he will be back in the NBA. Which is, I think that'll be sort of mutual. Too. Sad I think. And you need a bag. Yeah, you got a you got a decent contract with for, yeah, for FIBA. Yeah. For FIBA. He got oh, bag. for FIBA, he'll get a nice contract. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't signed yet, but I'm sure he will. But I don't, I don't actually think he's the biggest loss. He was just my favorite guy yeah, that is gone. I think Jermichael Green might be the biggest loss because they got Ish to replace at some level what Monte Morris was, even though. He's not as good. They got Bruce Brown, underrated signing, Shubo always says, mm-hmm. and KCP to replace the loss of Will Barton. But now they're backup bigs. It's, it could be better. It's a little it sus, could be yeah. better. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, JD, thoughts on the I'm, losses? I'm with that. Um, I'm going to be a little controversial here and say their biggest loss was DeMarcus Cousins. It's probably yeah. similar thinking to Jack, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know how DeAndre Jordan's gonna come in. Um oh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, and be in the small minutes that De- uh Demarcus did get, he was really productive and he gave Jokic an opportunity to get some rest, and that was really crucial down the stretch because 
I mean, you could just see Jokic was tired. And yeah. That it was a long, long season for him. And that's why he was partying very hard in uh, his home country. Yeah. So uh, he earned that. But I, I do think DeMarcus, he was a great asset they had this year. He was putting in work, uh, getting technicals like he does, and just being efficient. So without him, you put in DeAndre Jordan basically as like a swap. So that'll be interesting. Uh, we know DeAndre can't really shoot. So we'll see. And after that stint at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been yeah, around he lately. Terrible. Yeah. I think uh, everyone Not looking good. Everyone will be missed in their own ways. I, I agree with you guys. The DeMarcus Cousins to Michael Green losses are probably bigger than any of the guards um, because they, they're getting Jamal Murray back. They're getting Michael Porter Jr. back, who's a wing. Get, they signed Bruce Brown, who can play the, the two through four. KCP, who can play the play two the one with three. the Pistons, too. Yeah, I, I, I just, you just won't play the one for, for, yeah. the, for the Nuggets. Is I know, I just had to say it. Yeah, Ish, very professional basketball player. Also played um, the one for the Pistons. Well, yeah, he's a point guard. Um, it was a joke. They got DeAndre Jordan to, to be the big man. That, that was inappropriate. Of, he was, he was also that. a Piston at some point. Uh, yes, yes. The Pistons will be playing DeAndre Jordan $8 million this year. Um, and then they, they locked up their former two-way guy, Devon Reed, uh, shouts out the U to a, to a long-term contract. Um, we obviously know Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr.'s returns will have great impacts. Um, and Bruce Brown they have, that's a big man. Oh, well, Zeke Najee. Okay. That's, um, yeah. honestly, let's Questionable. Just, we know who's we know who's coming back. We kind of alluded. Uh, Duville was talking about DeAndre Jordan might not be a capable replacement. We talked about KCP and Ish. Um, let's just go right into rotations. Dove, is that is that cool with you, or do you want to talk? Yeah, about... just real quick, just you know, just Kenneth Fareed shots out. These the evolution of the Denver Nuggets. Early Denver, like yeah. Early two thousand Denver Nuggets jerseys are always going Where's to Bird be. Man? Why is Birdman on here? He's somewhere on here. Oh, no, he isn't. That was a different picture. Wait. Wow, what a choke. <laughs> oh, no Birdman. Yeah, no Birdman. Oh, wait. Birdman. 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 And Chauncey Billups. Did you see Birdman at Summer League? Uh, yeah. yeah, I did. He was that there. Was weird. Birdman that was, was at the... Summer League. That's I don't right. know. That, the interview was fine. You saw the interview that uh, someone no, did? I did not see the interview. Oh, yeah, the interview was funny. It yeah, was funny. First tattoo and stuff. Yeah. All right. Let's let's go to our rotation screen. We'll see our beautiful uh, team photo from last year. So this will kind of help refresh memory of what players they have. Um, Ish. But kinda. I'll set it up with the the Michael Malone loves to run a ten man rotation. Even when we get deep into the playoffs, if they're in the NBA Finals, they will still be running at least a nine man rotation, probably a ten man rotation. So for the Magic, we kind of did an eight man rotation plus two guys who might see the floor on any given night. For the Nuggets, we're going to be picking out 10 guys who will 100% be seeing the floor every single night. Um, I think our starting lineups are all the same of Jamal Murray. Um, obviously, the healthy starting lineup of Jamal Murray, KCP, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and Joker. Would anyone substitute Bruce Brown in the starting lineup for KCP or no? Depending on what team you're playing. I mean, yeah, I, that's, I, a, that's, a, that's an easy that. answer. Sorry, that's a bailout answer. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I don't well, think you would. We'll just say KCP. KCP yeah, I, I, shooting, for sure. So 
I'll start us off honestly for the rotation. Um, I think the first guy off the bench every night will be Bones. I think Bones earned his six-man spot for them, especially with no Monte Morris. Monte Morris used to be the first man off, especially with Jamal Murray being uh, on the minutes restriction. He will be the first one to come off the bench, like, easily. Um, we're probably going to get Bruce Brown as the as the two. Um, Zeke Naji will relieve Joker. Um I, I I think I think Davon Reed earned himself some minutes this year. So that's Bones, Davon Reed, Bruce Brown. Bruce. Did I say I, I like that's what it starts to get difficult. Like I, I yeah. and Zeke Naji. So that's four. The fifth one is is difficult. Because normally I'd say like Austin about the, Rivers the forward. Jeff is Jeff Green still on the team? Oh Jeff Green. It it would Uncle be Jeff. Jeff Green. I, I think is, Uncle Jeff are you would running? Be Wait, who are you? Who did you say? You said off the bench, Bones, be Bones, Bruce, Zeke at the uh, Zeke is a well, th- four. This is not. This is, is a four this slash is not, five. This is not. This yep. is not two K where I, where I'm. It's it's positionless basketball. Like yeah, Zeke I know, will, but at, at the same, I don't think DeAndre. Maybe DeAndre Jordan. Like it depends. Like at it depends. ten, yeah, yeah. You like left out yeah. Ish and DJ. Ish. I don't think Ish will be in the ten man. Yeah, I don't think Ish is in the ten man either. And I think Ish. I don't think Peyton's in the ten man. Then you got to kick someone. Start of the season. No, this, is, this is day one you of the. Had the ten men don't have to cut anyone. It. I did. Okay, start of the season. You you, day what? one, Duville. Duville. Day one, no NBA games played. <laughs> Who are you running out if everyone's healthy? That's what we're saying. The so like maybe later down the rotation. season, five off the bench. After some good G League games and maybe some some you know, they bring them up for a few games if someone gets injured. Unfortunately, like. Maybe oh, then Peyton. we can talk about him being in the ten man, Peyton in the ten man. I think but. Peyton might play. If someone's in foul trouble. I think I, I said Peyton Fair might have, might have the best chance of getting impact. That doesn't mean that he's going to be immediately impactful. So it's going to be like a Moses Moody. Yeah, Jonathan Kaminga. They oh, they yeah, might they like, might play, but they're not going to be in that everyday lineup. So it, who's in it. your every who's in your everyday lineup? Would you have it? You might want Ish in your everyday lineup. I think Ish is more in the for the days that Jamal Murray doesn't go. You might start Ish and still bring Bones off the bench. Like do you, does anyone disagree with the 10 man I'm rolling out of Jeff Green, Zeke Naji, Bones, Ish. Bruce Brown, and Dave I'm starting Reed. Bones over Ish. But that, well, I mean, yeah, that's what he's wait. Yeah. Well, I I I said you, you might start ish, but oh yeah. in the days where Jamal Murray's not there. Does anyone disagree with those five off the bench? No. No. You who are the you said Peyton you who's swap, three to five? Who's three to five for you? DJ and Zeke. Who's, I mean the, or the, sorry, the, seven the to ten. ten. Who's seven I mean, to ten for you? Jeff Green, Zeke Najee, and uh Davon Reed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, I would go. The other guys you have on the roster are Ish, Peyton Watson, uh, Brown, uh, DeAndre Jordan. Black coach I would go. Um, I don't want to say true. DeAndre Jordan, they, but like they signed DeAndre I'm Jordan for at reason. least the God, first, the yeah, first signed him to play him. Ten games. It's gonna be Bones. It's going to be Bruce Brown. It's going to be Jeff Green, Zeke, and DeAndre Jordan. I, I think I, as much as I hate to believe it, I think DeAndre Jordan will probably be getting those 14 to 16 minutes of non-Joker minutes. 
Maybe like I, 10. I think you might get Zeke going to the five. We'll play Zeke at, yeah, Zeke at the five. Yeah. More like Jeff seven. Green at the five. We'll, we'll see. I mean, Michael Malone will pull out bags of tricks. Yeah, Jeff see, Green at the five, like, Aaron Gordon at the five. We'll see a lot of different lineups. Um, Faka at the five. Let's let's talk briefly uh, peak and like floor and ceiling. Uh, I think peak is NBA champions. I think floor is first round exit. Um, I think this season they can win a championship. The Nuggets can win, can be NBA champions this upcoming season. Absolutely. Quick question: Is your floor no. basically just what we've seen? <laughs> <laughs> is your floor what you what we've seen from the Nuggets like last year? Is that what you're saying? Like what's yeah, the first round exit? Like yeah. if they if they go up against a really good team, like in, in just, like the Golden State Warriors in the first round, that's a difficult team to beat. I'm, they're capable of beating them. I think their that, floor is because of the make injury, because of their injury prone lineup. I think their floor is they lose in the play in and they don't make the playoffs. Wow, I was just gonna say as that. like a eight seed, seven wow. seed type I thing. That's, that's I mean, there's just saying. a lot of really good teams in the West. There's so a lot many of really teams good teams in, in the West in the NBA, just in yeah. general. Yeah, like there's very few teams. Yes, there are some teams the T-Wolves this year. insane for Victor Wimbanyama, but Pelicans this year, it's like four. All right, all right. Everyone all else right. is competing or trying to compete or heading towards competing. Yeah, the or Nuggets have a long to... window, they just locked up KCP, they have all their core locked up um i like how that's how he started they just locked up kcp well, i mean he's the new guy he's the new yeah. guy so they, they everyone else is already locked up everyone else was already locked up i thought you were i thought you were recapping i thought you were recapping well they resigned they extended joker recapping. yeah joker mpj and jamal are all locked up so and aaron gordon's locked up too so like the fifth guy like they if they, they they're trying to win it might not be this year might be next year they have the two-time MVP. That usually helps if you're trying to win a championship. Why not? Why not us? What? So, Maybe are you saying Denver Championship Parade 2023? Yeah, we're all going. Or that's where Denver. we're going? Let's go. June, right. June, June 2023, we're all uh, going to Denver. I'm there. I'm, sounds good with Book me. It. Book it. Ship Clip it and ship it. it. All right. Market. All right. Shoob uh, and shoob only. Yeah. That that'll pretty much conclude our Denver Nuggets offseason preview and recap. This one felt like it was it was more just conversationally, um, just more personal um, to us. Um, as you're watching this, probably tomorrow or the next day, we will have the Oklahoma City Thunder preview out. Um, so stay tuned for that. Look out for that. Turn on YouTube notifications, podcast notifications, whatever you got to do. Keep up with us on social media at Hustle Hoops to see to see when we post, um, and potentially to have input on our next team um, at Hustle Hoops on Twitter, Hustle Hoops on YouTube, Hustle Hoops everywhere else. But we're not very active there. Um, And yeah, so thank you all for listening slash watching. This was a pleasure as always, and we'll see you next time. Peace.